0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy
1: Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. Uh, Yes, and I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, formerly 16th President of the United States, and a comedy writer in Chicago. Do you need a second? No, I don't need a second, Timothy.
0: Uh, This is a political (laughs) podcast. This is a political podcast featuring the perspectives of myself, uh, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, um, one of our great presidents. I usually say, "Abe, how was your week?" I f- I feel like just looking at you and and in catching up with you before we got started. I, f- you're not feeling well.
1: I was feeling well until I got this vaccination that everyone's been clamoring about. Um, there was a there was a bit of an outbreak at the. Trinity Broadcasting Corporation, so they suggested that we go downstairs to the Walgreens during um, uh-huh. one of our fifteen-minute breaks to get the vaccination, just in case. And um, I didn't think too much of it, and it was nice to get out of the uh, office a little bit. And boy, I got um, I got this vaccine, and I've just been wrecked. Is this what is this what all your modern medicine is like? Uh no. I you know I I took the
0: Pfizer vaccine. I you know I had a sore arm and maybe a little bit tired the next day but I was I was fine um uh, I actually just got my second shot too and I'm I'm still feeling fine so I don't know if it's like a you thing or or what but you're feeling fine after your second shot Yeah I mean I got my second shot this morning um you know my again my arm's a little sore um and but yeah no I'm I'm feeling good I don't have any headaches or or chills or anything like that so
1: Wow, must be nice. Were were the um,
0: were the COVID protocols not very tight at the old Huckabee show? That that you uh, and just to catch up, new listeners, Abe is a comedy writer for the Huckabee show. I don't necessarily agree with the political opinions he's picked up while writing for that show, but that's a whole separate issue. Um, I take it that you know wasn't it in what I've seen from the videos? It's not you don't see a lot of masks on the show. Well.
1: Some of our, our um, you know, ventriloquists will wear like, you know, have like puppets and some of our other acts will wear masks. But none of these, no, none of these health promoting masks. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I thought when we first started, you know, Timothy, when I started writing there. I thought that they were actually doing a very good job of following the public health guidelines, because when I look into yeah. the audience, there was lots of social distancing going on between the audience members and i said something to our line producer saying like oh that's good it seems like we're still able to follow the cdc guidelines and they said what are you talking about and i said oh because there's all these empty seats in the audience and they said those aren't because of the cdc guidelines (laughs) so i guess we weren't following them but nonetheless uh we got to bring you were social distancing in in a way yeah yeah so um yeah, so there was a bit of an outbreak at the show and uh, a lot of cases. So people thought, oh, we might as well get vaccinated because uh, truth be told, we don't have um, sick days as writers and we don't really are not allowed to take time off. If you take a day off, then. That, um,
0: no, I think I just to, just to clarify, writers can take days off. Writer, you know, late night writers do have sick days. You don't because you work for Governor Mike Huckabee.
1: Yeah, I mean, those ones who have their unions, which is something I'm trying to get started uh, for us. Because right. The, op- the idea was like, um, you know, if you ask for a day off, then you might as well be looking for another job. That's something that the Huck always says. He talks a uh, lot about he how he should his... not be saying that to you. Well, he says his papi worked in a coal mine and never took a day off in of his life. He worked from the time he was eight years old to 95 years old and dug coal. And uh, we should all be uh-huh. so lucky that we have these like beep bop, boop bop phones. And life was better back then. That's Huck's right. big thing: is life's bad now, and it used to be good. Yeah. So, uh, I thought, well, what the heck? I might as well get one of these vaccines. And boy, I just my head is just throbbing. It just went right to the scar tissue I have from the whole, you know, play thing. And yeah. I, I get these terrible chills. My arm was very sore. I, you know, had to actually take. I had to like miss a, a gym session because my arm was sore. And that, Timothy, mm-hmm. I never do you know it's important yeah ever since you lost all the weight yeah yeah i lost about 150 pounds so anyway um yeah i i've never had a vaccination never had a shot before i've i've um never really i don't think washed my hands (laughs) abe well sometimes well you know what i can
0: forgive that for your for your previous life in the you know 18 you know 1800s but you should have washed your we've been doing the show for like 5 years you were using our our microphones and our equipment
1: this whole time you've never washed your hands No sometimes uh you know when I'd be <sighs> in the bathroom at your place I could tell like you kind of expected me to do it so I turned the water on then rubbed my hands on your uh bath towel yeah. for a while but <sighs> I didn't really know what to do with the whole thing and so I thought well I I don't understand a lot of these you know sanitation protocol so I might as well get this vaccination and I regret it I don't know if it was worth it because i feel like you know I feel like a dog that spent a weekend with the Huck son okay um well i
0: i'm sorry you're you're feeling this way um I would just you know i would caution you one thing I, I feel like some of your writers might like hearing that you had a bad experience with the vaccine and maybe like spread that information and kind of make a segment out of it and warn people not to take the vaccine. I would just remember that you are an isolated incident. Like I didn't have any symptoms. So just, just keep that in mind.
1: Well, obviously writers aren't allowed to be on camera or to be featured on the Huck show because that violates the rules of comedy. Yeah. (laughs) One of Huck's rules of comedy. Yes. So, but nonetheless, we are going to do a piece about how you shouldn't be shamed. You're not get, There's no... Vaccine shamers aren't going to have any sway in this day and age. Okay. It's a choice. you got to be able to... If you want to live in a free country, you got to live with those choices, you know?
0: Yeah, but shouldn't you have, like, um, I don't know, some care and respect to not get other people sick? And shouldn't you care about public health?
1: Well, I didn't want to get sick, so I got this vaccine, and now I'm really sick, so... Okay. But that's a side effect. That's no, that's a side effect. You will be protected against the worst cases of COVID by having the vaccine. What side effects? That's as if I have a main effect. My main effect right now is that my head hurts, my stomach hurts, my arm hurts. I get these chills. I have very little energy. I think those are my main effects. I don't think I have any effects on the side.
0: Well, let's check in next week. I'm sure this will, you know, this will pass. You'll get through it. Um, it's it's just, it's not a permanent thing. So I think ultimately the pain you're feeling now will be worth it for being vaccinated against this terrible pandemic.
1: Thank you, Timothy. I appreciate that reassurance coming from someone who's had no effects whatsoever from this. Vaccinations.
0: Okay. All right. You know what? Fine. I'm I'm sorry you're going through this While we were talking about Huck We should I do want to give you your plug This was a big week for you I do want to say This week on Huckabee You had uh, President Donald Trump um, Greg Gleason And Alveda King Ginger Howard And uh, the Hall sisters Singing their hit songs Original and Up So um, I mean you had You had Trump on You had You had Donald Trump on and uh, f- I, I noticed that when I noticed that when Huck interviewed him, he brought up the idea that the election was illegitimate and that he actually wanted a landslide. And
1: Huck didn't seem to like press him on that or really go after him with that. Well, that's because again, Huck has this kind of um, you know hospitality towards his guests, and he wants them to feel comfortable and have a good time, and he wants them to come back, especially someone like the former presidents. You know, he's very accommodating to okay. to him, and moreover, you know. Um, it's as i said before it's so hard to get guests for a show that you do every week it's so hard so we want to make sure that we have a good reputation for treating people well
0: it just feels like fallon and kimmel they all seem to get guests every week you know like
1: uh yeah i can't really sp- i don't pay attention to the other shows i'm kind of busy just making our show so great what was awesome i is mean the- gutfeld gutfeld seem gutfeld seems to get guests and I, I i assume i haven't watched it lately but you know gutfeld has a panel it's not the same as guests <laughs> it's a different thing those people are those people are probably paid by the network to come on they're trying to all get still hearing
0: gut still hearing a
1: lot of buzz about gutfeld though you, you know, know every
0: time i hear about conservative comedy it's like gutfeld gutfeld gutfeld
1: well gutfeld uh huck ran so gutfeld could walk basically so <laughs> and we know we're living in his head gut right free it's gonna be hard for him to follow uh, uh in our our shadows so I mean, did he have the the Ginger Sisters on his show? No. Did the Ginger Sisters sing both their... Ginger
0: Howard and the Hall Sisters? The Hall Sisters.
1: Well, yeah. I think they're they're called the Hall Sisters. Okay, well, did he have the Hall Sisters? No, he didn't. He had a panel of people who were talking about something the the James Braun tweeted out. Yeah. Anyone could do that. It's kind of like what... Okay, it's kind of like when, um, you know, uh, uh,
0: you know, The Daily Show started with uh, John Stewart, and he was winning all the Emmys for a while. But now it's all um, this week tonight. You know, he's he, that guy's just. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? The British guy, the British guy is just getting all the Emmys and the awards, and he's just crushing everybody else. He's he's kind of like Gutfeld, you know.
1: Well, we all know that those awards have a well-documented liberal bias, and they're just looking for whoever makes them feel good, whereas our show makes people feel good, but, like, in a good way. Also, uh, I hate to correct you, but I know my comedy, and Judd Stewart was not the original host of The Daily Show.
0: No, you, you got me there. I apologize. Uh, but he was kind of, He was the Daily Show guy. I didn't know you were a big Five Questions fan, though. I apologize.
1: Uh, yeah, I watch a lot of old Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, and he had the... <laughs> quits five questions yeah hey timothy look i don't have a lot of time left on the on this podcast because i have to get back to work we have um another rehearsal of course tonight. you're
0: on your break right now and and i can actually see um what looks like kind of hired goons or something like that they keep like pointing at their watches and like you keep turning back to them um but i appreciate for you facetiming for these these moments those are
1: uh, huckabee's daughters Anyway, um, I meant to mention this. And sooner. they just
0: and they they just they just open carry like that.
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, they, um, they said they have um, uh, permits for dog season. Okay. Oh, no, go no. Abe, what did you want to discuss? A month ago, I wanted to discuss something very important, but of course, you need to sidetrack us with whatever uh, you know, loony leftist agenda you thought you could press out our listeners' throats. and Okay. Look, the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Museum has just seceded from the Abraham Lincoln Foundation. Mm. Or maybe it's the other way around, but there was a secession. <laughs> There's these two organizations that used to work lockstep. The Foundation yeah. and... The library and museum. And they were not able to come to an agreement over some budget haggling thing. And they sent out a few emails. And they have said that it basically was the other foundation's fault that they tried everything they could in good faith efforts, but ultimately they weren't able to stay together. And then they both, you know, in their efforts to get ahead of the narrative, sending out an email, ended their announcements with. A house divided against itself cannot stand. They both form. did that? They both did. and But then wow. used it as a justification for separation, which <laughs> I have to say, I'm very disappointed in both of them. I haven't been yeah. this disappointed since they gave the Man of the Year award to Gary Sinise. And look, I like Ransom as much as The Next Fellow. That's a great movie. But he does, he doesn't deserve to be the Abraham Lincoln Man of the Year. He deserves to be the Gary Sinise Man of the Year, and I do think that my criticism ultimately is what drove a wedge between these these organizations. Some way I don't have any evidence, but I you know uh, you don't need to push back on that. Just I think that it's somehow a reflection on you know they both need my involvement and so i just wanted to get the message out to them because i know that they listen to our podcast because i often do email them and say like hey we have this podcast you should plug it to your uh members and followers are we happy to come on and do something and and uh they never reply but i can tell they read it and they've really subscribed to the podcast to take what we do seriously (laughs) um i know that they want our involvement and i just want to say until they get back together and they recognize that they have a bond that can't cannot be disregarded in that manner that i shall mm-hmm. from this point forth have nothing to do with either of those organizations wow completely
0: neutral abe is not taking sides um you know and listen if representatives from the library and the foundation want to come on this show and hash it out we would be happy to serve um as moderators for that negotiation or debate, um,
1: I we open up our podcast to any representatives that want to come on. That's right. We'll give you each points uh, based on how many you know, yeah, rhetorical, uh, you you know, uh, uh, scores you have, and at the end mm-hmm. we'll add all all the points and we'll see who won. That's right,
0: and we'll do a couple games. We'll do like one where you have to do your debate like in half the speed you did previously and then you know one quarter of the speed and we'll speed it up and you gotta like you really gotta go for big physical physical like bits there and you know we'll have a fun time with it no foul mouth or you get the brown bag um but yeah it'll be fun um abe any last thoughts on the uh,
1: on bringing these two houses together well they're only one house they were never two houses and they could try all they want but they're you know springfield it always not big enough for both of them
0: Yeah, I guess in that sense it would be like a townhouse if you were bringing two houses. No, it's just it's still just one house. There's just walls in between. You look like crap. You gotta go get some sleep or like... Do you use Tylenol? Have you used any painkillers since you've been back?
1: Just the McRib. It pretty much dulled every pain I ever had.
0: Just check like the... If there's like a... um, HR department or like a on onset nurse. There's usually an onset nurse. You could probably go to her and say like, "Hey, do you have any Tylenol or aspirin?"
1: Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if we have a home run department, but there are a lot of baseball fans in this <laughs> Trinity Broadcasting Company. I will say that sometimes I do hear Huck call the female writer on our staff nurse, and so maybe she could okay. help me out with something because All right, oftentimes let's wrap. she'll walk by and he'll go, "Hello, nurse," and Hello, then he kind of. <laughs> He, he pants and then uh, he. Oh, like, yes. Oh, he does do that. He does the eyes. He makes his <laughs> hands pop out of his eyes. <laughs> anyway, Timothy, yeah, I can't afford to do any of those things. I, I'll probably just try to go, you know, maybe I'll just do what I used to do. Anytime I would feel that loss or I was feeling like I was not up to measure because I'd spent some time on social media or otherwise just, you know, mourning the death of my sons, I'll just go through the McDonald's drive through and. You know, I have to get a little something extra because, you know, Huck takes his prima naka, but mm. yeah.
0: Well, uh, Abe, I, I hope you feel better. Um, and and this time next week, we'll check in with you. Hopefully, you're, you're, um, you're fit as a fiddle. Uh, folks, if you have any questions for us... Um, about, uh, the vaccine or vaccine, vaccine symptoms, um, or the Abraham Lincoln library, uh, and or foundation email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one, five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. Abe, I did just notice the other name I mentioned on your show, Greg Gleason. I couldn't find a clip like what he actually did on the show. Uh, he's a, he's a renowned uh, magician and he did the sawing a woman in half trick on your show. Was that scary? I've never seen that in person. (laughs) I, he had the half audience on the edge of its seat. Folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes of Lickin'.